Hey guys, it's Phil Bean. Before we jump in with Chase, just wanted to share a couple of quick updates with you guys. So first of all, you'll notice I'm not a part of this conversation. It's just Mac and Chase. And that was because this was recorded about a month ago. And in fact, I think it was on the very day that my wife and I welcomed our first child, Leo James, into the world. So appreciate you guys that reached out. And for everyone else, just so you know, if you ever have questions or thoughts for us, uh, you can reach out to us at podcast at nudgecoach.com. All right, so let's get into it. And by the way, I should maybe miss more of these because this was really one of the best conversations I've ever heard on the role that podcasting can play in growing a coaching business. Chase's experience is just awesome. He's the host of Ever Forward Radio, if you didn't know that already. Uh, but let's kick it over. Here's the interview between Mac and Chase Tuning. Hey there, this is Matt Campbell, and we're back with another episode. Um, Phil Bean, happy for him. He just had a baby this week, so he won't be here with us. But even better, we've got Chase Tuning here with us from Ever Forward. Chase, how's it going, man? Mac, what's going on, man? Good to see you, always. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, excited to have you back. I guess it's been, I know you were on our podcast once a couple, couple years ago. Um, it's been a minute, yeah. I, I know, it's been, it's been incredible. So I know you've been busy, and I know you moved over to the West Coast, so it's good to, good to have you back. Um, want to make sure on this episode, really excited to kind of walk through, you've had such an incredible journey and I want to give everybody a chance to be able to kind of hear it from you and, and learn from you. Cause I think you have such an incredible, such incredible experience at this point as you've kind of gone through the remote coaching ranks, you've gone and, and launched this incredible brand or really content brand or content empire, um, using podcasting. And I think it's something that's so interesting because we're seeing more and more businesses now, leveraging and I think we're where webinars really the big thing a few years ago it seems like podcasting has really taken off now so for anyone that's not familiar tell us a little bit about kind of your background and ever forward and kind of how did you get into the remote coaching space yeah well I mean that's a that's a two-hour special full backstory but I'll keep it super pertinent to what we're here to talk about and so so ever forward the brand for me ever forward coach ever forward radio um, all stemmed out of my interest to get better at my job as a health coach uh, when I was working for somebody else. And so I, after getting out of the military, I wound up getting very interested in health and human performance and nutrition and all the things due to a string of injuries that I had. And that's how I wound up getting into the health sciences field. And uh, I was working after uh, about, I, I think, started my first year of grad school at the same time became a health coach working in a concierge medical practice and was working one-on-one, -on -one, but we called them patients. Um, but I still had my own kind of clients on the one or two on the side here. So it was like personal training, exercise, physiology, testing, weight loss, nutrition, coaching, general health coaching, but hand in hand with their primary care provider. And in that field as a coach, fitness and nutrition coach, uh, I'm always looking to further my education. So how can I better help my patients, help my clients, because this industry is always evolving. Nutrition trends, fitness trends, just healthy lifestyle, behavior change. And um, I found, someone recommended a podcast, and this was about maybe 2015, and I had no idea what that word even was. I was like, what the hell is a podcast? Like most people, even still now, 2020. And they recommended this health and fitness show, shout out the Model Health Show with host Sean Stevenson, who has become a great podcast mentor for me over the years. And so I began to listen to them and it really did help me get better at my job. So I would listen to podcasts on my drive from Washington, DC 
to Northern Virginia offices where I was working at the time and traveling all over the East Coast, managing this wellness department. And they made me so much better at my job and so much better working with clients and a, and a team of other coaches. Uh, I would listen to fitness, nutrition, business, entrepreneurship, uh, behavior change, all, all these kind of different things. And so then I decided to launch my own. And when I did that, it was just the next step. It was the next step for me to get in touch, in the presence, in communication, in the room, whether that's real life or virtual through Zoom or something with these experts, with best-selling authors, with social media influencers, with nutritionists, with you know PhD experts, but with just anybody and everybody that, that could help fill my cup and continue my education. And then I then had another resource to pass off to my clients um, if I didn't know the answer. And so that just, it completely changed my life as a, as a health coach. And so then what I did was I began to just kind of grow what I was doing with that company. And then I began to get, I guess, the entrepreneur itch. I began to do a little bit of my own remote coaching and training people in my apartment building and the gym on weekends and, and things like that. I think a lot of people, you know, listening can relate to, you go from in-person working for somebody else, you kind of do that side hustle thing. And then you just, some people jump all in and, and that's what I did. And so uh, we launched Ever Forward Coach with Nudge Coach. Uh, I think it was back in summer 2017, summer, fall 2017. And um, it completely transformed my coaching business. And then I then doubled down the episodes that I was doing with Ever Forward Radio and the podcast. And uh, they both just continued to feed each other. So I launched the coaching, launched the podcast and uh, haven't looked back since, man. It's such a cool story. I mean, I, I really always do enjoy our conversations because I feel like a lot of coaching businesses that we speak with are trying to figure out, you know, content is, they, I think more people realize content is usually the skeleton of a program. And I think there's usually, I think you're seeing a shift towards like course-based material at this point. Mm -hmm. I think you're seeing a lot of just kind of written material. Um, you, I have to tell you, you're one of the few people I talk to that really leverage podcasting in this way. Because I think where podcasting usually comes in, it's largely from a marketing standpoint, but it seems like you really started more of just, hey, sound bites for your clients to provide more value to them. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I, I had no idea the, the power, uh, the leverage, you know, from a business perspective that the podcast had. Um, it's because it wasn't really at the top of my mind at that time. I launched the podcast as a way just because I love the platform. I love the, the connection. I love the learning. I went almost that first complete year without ever, you know, saying, Hey, if you, if you like what you hear, you know, here's my coaching program. <laughs> I just did it as a way to just keep learning and just put the content out there, which it works out very well because that platform is so unique about it. It is it's such great evergreen content. People that are new to me now in you know, summer 2020 will go back to that and, you know, kind of binge. It's like audio Netflix, right? It's that audio. audio binge model. Like that. And yeah. But then looking back, I began to really look and see well, where are my clients coming from? You know, as I slowly but surely kind of figured out what I was doing as a self-employed coach, right? Um, trying to connect some of the dots. And some people would just come to me from the podcast. And well, Chase, you know, I've, been, I've been listening to you for three months, a year. Um, how do I work with you? And it, I was like, what do you mean? I, I, to this day, I've never really done a full like launch. You know, here's my coaching big kickoff. I would have little announcements here and there, but I was giving unbeknownst to me at the time, so much value that went above and beyond what I could ever do on a landing page mm -hmm. because people got to come along that journey with me. 
and still true to this day, my highest paying clients and the clients that stay with me the longest, I still have people that are with me two, three, four years now that were with me in the side hustle through the podcast and now still, you know, as an entrepreneur and they all came from the podcast because they got to listen to me. They got to really understand my, 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 I guess my style, my approach to health and wellness and and just life in general. And it just clicked with certain people. And then in the readiness to change whenever they're actually ready to take action, you know, they get out of that pre-contemplation, contemplation. contemplation, They're like, okay, fine. Chase is my guy. They came to me. I never once had to advertise or market myself because yeah, I've been listening to you for months, for years, and uh, I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready to work with you. How can I? And then it was just cool. Sign up. <laughs> it's funny because you're, you're, you know, a lot of that is focused on kind of new client acquisition, but it also seems like you think of so many people when they first sign up for something have kind of I don't, buyer's remorse. And I don't mean to say they're like, oh God, I don't actually want to work with this person. But just to your, to your point about kind of stages of change, I think a lot of people when they sign up for something mm-hmm. are still kind of on the fence, even though they've committed financially, that you would have to think something like this as you're building more trust and building rapport would really kind of help create that tipping point for a person to feel more comfortable with you and feel more, more, I guess, ready yeah. to open up. Yeah. And, and it, it does all that for you. Yeah. And again, I went into it without, without intentionally using it as kind of like an exit strategy or as a, I'm going to leverage this content to bring people yeah. in, which I think worked to my favor. But at now, absolutely. If you go into it with the intention of, I'm going to provide this incredible content. I'm going to educate. I'm going to inform, maybe even entertain my audience so that if and when I have an offer in four weeks, in eight weeks, in 12 weeks, it makes sense. And that's one of the things that I work on now with a lot of kind of now more B2B coaching is, you know, going into it with this framework of this is going to be great evergreen content. This is going to connect you to movers and shakers and leaders and just great people to further educate yourself and fill your cup and move you along personally and professionally. But also you're building this, just this incredible client journey that they don't even know it yet. Because when they find that one episode that just clicks with them, podcast listeners are very, very devoted and very loyal, myself included. I mean, there's still just set shows that I listen to all the time now for years. And then one day, just where they are in their readiness to change, where they are in their life, where they are in their, their health, their wellness, their business, whatever your business is and how you help clients. Um, it's just going to click and they're going to want to just take that next step. And so that's why it's so important to I'm getting ahead of myself now, but like, you know, have these little calls to action, have these right links in, in every show note and just have a basic introductory funnel system because I always view each podcast episode as an individual landing page. If someone totally brand new to my world finds that episode for whatever reason, well, then I kind of have the power of where they go next. And if they want to move forward and if they want to just follow me on Instagram, I'm going to have that in there. Or if this episode is super pertinent around coaching, you know, the coach client journey, I'm going to have a call to action for, you know, a type form for a questionnaire for whatever. So I like to view each episode now. It took me a while to figure this out um, as like its own little unique landing page because the next step is really within my power. That is such an interesting way to think about it because that's really kind of, you know, with blog posts and other types of content, we always kind of think about that. What is that call to action? What is the most immediate next step? But, but so before we get too much into the kind of the marketing side, I am kind of curious as we're thinking about how podcasting was fitting within your your, your kind of coaching model as it was in terms of the way you were interacting with clients. 
what other key elements were kind of woven into your remote coaching offering? Because I'm, I'm so intrigued. I think most people are because you did have, you, you did such an interesting model, you know, you're using podcasts as content. What else is kind of woven into your model when you're working with clients? I wish I had a, a really put together kind of sexy answer because <laughs> honest, and, and you know, my journey, I worked with you all hand in hand and really kind of bringing this to life. Um, uh, total honesty, a lot of it was kind of just ready, fire, aim. Um, and it's just because at that time I didn't have a plan. I didn't really have an, a, a fully committed intention to do this myself full time. This was just something that I guess like I love, I love doing this. I want to do more. I found Nudge Coach. I found this platform. I found ways to kind of connect other dots with content I was already creating and actually have a system for people to go to and to just save my life in terms of time management and systems mm -hmm. to go to that platform. And so first world problem, it was very overwhelming. When we launched Everforward Coach, uh, it was just, I was trying to keep my head above, above water uh, because of the content that I already created so thus far with the podcast and what I was beginning to do on social media, uh, it was wildly successful and wildly popular. And we were playing catch up a little bit. And, and then so in that, some if I think I'm answering your question, is some other kind of pieces and systems that taught me the importance of systems, that taught me the importance of what happens when you get all these people? What happens when you get 10 people overnight or a thousand people overnight? You need to treat each one of them the same way because if you have 10 people that come in overnight and you don't know what to do with them, you're going to lose them. Same thing with a thousand. So mm -hmm. it taught me the importance of systems. It taught me um, how to kind of better time management. Use, I can't talk. <laughs> it taught me the importance of time management. Um, and it, it kind of just helped me, I guess, if I took a step back and looked, it taught me really how big the big picture was and to stop treating each individual platform each individual piece of content as its own separate thing if that makes sense because this day and age you never know where your audience member is going to find you you never know where your client is going to find you. you never know where that lead is going to come through and if they randomly find a facebook post or an instagram story or a podcast or a blog article and and they don't know where to go next or if they're curious and they want to learn more about you and there's no continuity there's no kind of connection points for them um, you're leaving money on the table. And that's what I was doing for a long time. And so I began to really take a step back and look at the big picture of, okay, this coaching platform, okay, the podcast, okay, social media, okay, email. How can I honor each of them individually, respect them for the platforms that they are and use them appropriately, but also how can I make it make sense so that no matter where that person comes through, if they go to anything else of those pieces of content or platforms, they're going to be on that client journey. And so it took me a little bit of time to, to put that all together. Um, but does that answer your so question? Relevant. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to It's so relevant because we, we literally just had a webinar on this yesterday and was talking about how one of the major pitfalls I see in a lot of businesses is they fail to create a cohesive experience for clients because you're using all these different systems, which every business is, is doing. And I think if we don't weave it together in a certain way, it feels very fragmented for a client. And I think it really can yes. reflect poorly and be, be a distraction. Yeah, absolutely. It is. I mean, and that's, that's why, again, now three, four years later, I try to do a better job, a more frequent job of putting myself in the client's shoes or in the lead's perspective. Because if it's confusing for me when I just try to imagine myself in that role, 
it's going to be 10 times more confusing for them because I actually know the next steps. I know where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do. Um, so yeah, absolutely. If it doesn't make sense for you at that point and you can't even click through your own system or go from an Instagram <laughs> post to a podcast to a blog, then you're losing people and it may be working for you right now. You may be having success and bringing leads in or securing clients or growing your business. But I guarantee you, if, if you don't view it as that big picture and see how all these things are connected, then you're leaving money on the table. You're, you're leaving the, the growth potential there, um, which maybe works out. Maybe you're not ready to grow yet, but I, I can tell you um, the sooner you can kind of look at that through that lens, I mean, you're just going to be saving yourself hours and so much frustration. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, so relevant. It seems like we're just, you know, the, the way the world's going, I think everyone believes in specialization, understand how it's a beautiful thing. And I think what we're seeing is there's so many great systems that, that people are using to make their lives better and also to create great client experiences. I, you know, we always, and when I think about the partners we work with are usually weaving in things like Calendly for booking or weaving in things like Zoom for video conferencing and finding really elegant ways to tie this stuff together because we, we do believe so strongly in user experience. And I think what that means though, is we're more reliant on having multiple systems, not one system can do everything, which whenever a system says it can do everything, I get really nervous about anyway. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's one of those things I think we do have to think through and there are great systems like Zapier and other things out there now that make, make our lives easier. But as we're kind of thinking about kind of where podcasting has taken you, because I know you, you're, <laughs> you have gone through this really cool evolution over the past few years as you kind of I think you've really positioned yourself as I think a thought leader in the podcasting world. And I see you pop up everywhere now, you know, what, what is Everford now? I mean, what, when you started, I felt like it was really a compliment to your clients, but now it seems like it's really kind of taken off and become something so much greater. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, it, it was a compliment to my clients. It was a compliment to me as a coach and about spring ish of last year, 2019, um, through working with uh, another mentor and business coach, kind of had that realization of needing to kind of leave that identity of coach chase behind a little bit in, in that way of true health, fitness, nutrition, because the more and more I began to talk about what I wanted to do to grow my business, what I wanted to be doing every day, like what just lit me up. And I now know whatever makes me want to just show up every day, like I would get, I would do it for free. Like that's what I need to be pouring my heart and energy into because that's pulling me in the right direction instead of trying to force something else. And so once I kind of had this realization, um, I went and just went all in on the podcasting. I, I decided that I'm just going to make it as best as possible. I'm going to go all in on this platform. I'm going to grow it because it was, it was already kind of at that point without me having that intention. Uh, luckily, you know, the show has been very well received over the years and it's given me a lot of opportunities to to meet incredible people and just find myself in positions that I never would be otherwise. Without this podcast, without mm -hmm. this platform, I would not have the opportunity to talk with people that I've had and to connect in person online and you know meet up and just, the podcasting platform is so much more than just a podcast. It, it is unique opportunities and interactions and collaborations and potential that I'm still even figuring out and tapping into. So once I kind of fully realized that that's what, what was pulling me and that's what really lit me up. Um, yeah. I just went in all in with the podcast um, and it has, it is, it has done so much. I mean, still we get, you know, leads and client interests and just other things coming from the show. So, I mean, 
mean, Everford coach really just kind of runs in the background because of Everford radio. Uh, so what started off, it launched a podcast to help my coaching business. And then the coaching business took off. And then they both kind of began to run parallel for a while. And then just through my own personal interests and life, I guess, um, I, I just kind of began to lean more towards the podcast. And so now the podcasting is a little bit higher up in the threshold than the coaching. Um, but they're, they're very much, you know, neck and neck. And I think this is important note for other coaches and entities out there who work with clientele in this space is that pay attention to that, pay attention to when you show up to a client session one day, you show up to work one day and it's just not the same. Maybe you're having an off day, but if that's just repetitive and you recognize that there's even a little bit of hesitation when you show up for that session, show up for that client, that's going to translate to them. And so I had to get very, very honest with myself and recognize, well, why do I kind of have maybe this hesitation right now when if I'm booking four or five podcasts a day, I'll do it. I don't, I'll show up and I'm just, I'm on fire for it. Um, And so that's what I kind of paid attention to. uh, And and it's treated me well thus far. Yeah, that's great. So one one last question before we really kind of wrap things up is, is we're thinking about someone who's trying to get into podcasting and kind of take advantage of this and maybe start exploring it. It, You mentioned some things about funnel and for those that aren't as familiar with funnel, um, you know, there, we have some other great content around this, but the idea is kind of a sales funnel is really kind of a, that series of layers that helps a person get through that point of kind of first discovering your brand to the point of purchase. And usually, you know, that takes into account email sequences and landing pages and getting a person from just realizing they have a problem to actually taking that action, exploring and understanding you may have the solution for it. Um, it sounds like from your podcast, you were then trying to drive people in several different places. So it sounds like you were then you know, having them maybe start following you on Instagram or having you, having them fill out forms. What did you tend to find was maybe the, the primary call to action you were using or kind of that immediate next step that you found to be the most effective? Oh yeah. So b- besides just kind of having those unique calls to action everywhere, just, you know, kind of doing a, a multi-platform, multi-content audit of myself, of, of Instagram, of Twitter, of Facebook, of the podcast, of the website, and just making sure I had all the fundamentals, just basics down of, does this link work for my email? Does this, you know, if I'm triggering to go to a type form, do I get the type form notification? Fun little quick backstory to that. Actually, one of my, the biggest launch I ever had for one of my group coaching uh, was about two years ago. And I was using type form and from, from, from the podcast predominantly, but also social media. And it was a dud. Like I launched, I, I was like, I hit live and it was crickets for like 48 hours, three days. I was so disheartened, but then someone finally reached out and said, Hey, on the type form, it says I would get a response within 48 hours. It's been like, you know, four days just checking up. And I was like, what are you talking about? I went in Mac. I had dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of applications. And I did not have one little tick mark checked on type form to get the notifications. Saying, <laughs> hey, people are filling this out. So you know, people pay attention, you know, make sure you walk through your own system, make sure, you know, you go through as your own client, Amen. make sure everything works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was using kind of bare bones. I was just making sure I had basic things in there. My email link, my social media, all that stuff. Again, like I said earlier, you never know where your audience member, your client's going to find you. So you need to have a next step for them. Um, and then other than that, what I did was, you know, type form. I just built, built out a very basic, I think it was four, maybe five questions of, you know, hey, welcome to Everport Coach and insert program title here. 
you know, who are you? What's your email? What's the bit number one thing that you want to work on? You know, and and where are you coming from? Was it social media? Was it the podcast? Vast majority came from the podcast. And then, you know, you know, why? I think I forget exactly what it was, but you know, um, like uh, how can we, you know, where are you in readiness to change or what is besides the number one thing you're here to work on? I forget the, what the last one was, but, and then it was just, you know, following up. So basically it was just content, put out the content, next step, have a call to action to that basic questionnaire. I use type form. Uh, you can use, you know, what is it? Google, Google forms. Questionnaire. Google forms. Yeah. It's a great free one. Type form is just a little bit more aesthetic in my opinion. And then from there, it was um, one time I did, hey, we're going to do a phone call. So it goes from content to app, to questionnaire, I use type one, to phone call. And then from the phone call, it was either yes or no. And if it was a yes, hey, here's payment link. If it was no, okay, cool, move on to the next mm-hmm. one. Um, and that was pretty much it. But honestly, like I said, the, using the power of this podcasting platform for the coaching business and for other offers, um, I didn't really have to do a whole lot of that many times because people already knew me. Um, it was, okay. Hey, I heard you talk about this. I heard you mention the client. I heard you mention this coaching program. I heard you mention this mentorship. I want in. Uh, so it was just, I would basically, they would contact me. I would either go from a DM or an email straight to like a zoom call or a phone call. Maybe if I'd had interaction with them for a little while and there was already that trust there, I was like, Hey, let's call. Uh, and it was like, okay, it was very little, very, very, very little selling. Yeah. Like a they, they already knew each other. Like, Chase, I feel like I know you. Like, I, I've been listening to you, watching you for, for weeks, months, years. Um, so that no like and trust, that no love and trust was so well established. It was just a simple matter of, hey, so tell me more about this coaching program. I already know you. I love you. But let me just listen. Let me hear what you have to say about what, what are we going to be doing? How are we going to work together? And then it was, okay, cool. How do I pay? How do I sign up? Where do I go next? So the content, the podcast did all the selling for me. That, that is such a cool story, man. And I, I can't say enough for anyone listening in. It's, it's something if the key I always find is find the content that you feel the most comfortable putting together. If podcasting, you feel like you're someone who just feels very comfortable speaking and it's a lot easier for you to create consistent content that way. Definitely check out podcasting. If you're someone who thinks, you know, you're, you're much, it's much easier for you to sit down and write and be very regimented about writing regularly, stick to that. But I yeah. think you were just a great example of someone who realized very quickly. And by the way, I have to say it while we're here, you have a fin- fantastic radio voice too. So that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work. Um, well, today I'm not on my regular mic setup, so hopefully it doesn't sound too crappy. Hey, no, with, but, with uh, COVID, we're all kind of working from home, <laughs> background noises, whatnot, not, not the best audio setups. But um, and no, I'd say, say to that, if I could real quick, Mac, I'll add on to that. I mean, one thing that I always tell people is, whether it's a, a B2B client or a health coaching client or just in my audience in general, looking, we're all looking for fulfillment in this world, fulfillment in our health and our happiness and our business and our side hustle, whatever. And for me, fulfillment has come when I paid attention to the gifts that others already received from me. And what you were just speaking of, what is my natural kind of tendency? Where, where and how do I show up in the world and what feels the most natural and what do I love the most? And if you can find a way to just lean more into that and do more of that, it's going to be more natural for you. It's going to come out more authentic. And that's going to, that authenticity and that voice and that tonality and that trust is going to translate through into the audience. And so one day, actually, ever since basically puberty hit, uh, people have told me, hey, you got to 
great radio voice, great radio voice. My uncle worked in radio his whole life and helped launch Sirius Radio and was like, hey, come into the studio, let's get you in. I had no interest in radio. But then after I was listening to podcasts for about six, eight months, someone said the same thing that I'd heard my entire life. Hey, wow, you got a great voice. Are you in radio? Um, it just, this light bulb went off and I was like, ding, podcast. And so I just went in to what people have been telling me my whole life, how they already received me. So I knew that that barrier to entry was already going to be gone because I didn't have to convince somebody that I was a good writer or I didn't have to convince somebody, you know, I make great YouTube videos um, because I just did what they all told me they already liked. And then I just leaned into it. So that is pro great. tip there. That is so great. And I, I can't say enough how great it is to have you on here and connect with you again on this. Um, I guess just as wrap, real quick, Chase. So if anyone is listening to this and wants to learn more about kind of podcasting or how they can kind of weave it into their coaching business, where can they go to learn more about this or to get some resources or, or maybe even connect with you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I, my, my show, Everboard Radio, if you want to kind of just, you know, hear what podcasting is, maybe you're new to it or just what it can be for a business side. Everboard Radio is anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, this past year, beginning of 2020, I actually rolled out quite a few courses to help people. It's basically everything that I wish that I had when I started. I spent about four months trying to figure stuff out and plug wires and cables and upload. Uh, so I created, it's www.operationpodcast.com. And we've got a couple of different courses for people to walk through. If you're just curious about what it is, what's the potential or, or even full blown from start to finish in a matter of hours, you can completely have your show recorded, edited, launched. I even teach you how to monetize it from the very first episode. Uh, um, gear discounts everything so operation podcast is really kind of my baby these days well there you go you heard it here because we are definitely the amateur operation compared to chase so um, <laughs> it's funny as you're, you're doing it that's, that's the important thing man as you're talking about those resources i realized with phil not being here i don't know how to do a lot of that stuff either <laughs> <laughs> so i come an episode and have a good conversation but that's about it so um, yeah man yeah. And, so. seriously thank you guys for um you know always staying in touch over the years it's been I love what you all are doing. Ever since I found Nudge Coach and I found this platform years ago as Health Coach Chase, I mean, you know, I was hooked, man. I was in, like, this is it. This is the missing link for accountability, for adherence, for touch points and just streamline and workflow. And you know, even though Coach Chase has transformed over the years, there's still such immense value in this platform and what you guys are doing. And uh, I always love connecting with you, man, and seeing what yeah. you guys are doing and helping people. Well, I appreciate it, man. Well, this is, this is great. So we'll make sure too to put that link into the show notes. In Thank a couple you. Of Thank you. So really appreciate it, Chase. Um, thanks again for being here.